is Tea Time with Melissa. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Melissa Roberts, your friend, and I am here to talk with you about unconditional love. Yes, we are still on the seven principles of loving unconditionally, but today we are on principle number four, which is I must choose the crowd I am in, or I must choose my community. I must choose my community. I hope you're ready to listen. Got some good stuff for you. All right. Tea time with Melissa. Let's go. All right. And we're back talking about the seven principles of loving unconditionally. This is episode 19. I am delighted as always to bring to you some thoughts, some reflection, um, just some information hopefully that will help you to look inside and um, figure out how you can best love yourself so that you can best love those around you. And so today we are on principle number four of the seven principles of loving unconditionally and it is I must choose my community. I must choose my community. Um, as we get into this, I want to ask you a few questions. Do you realize how much of you is based on external factors? Have you ever thought about that? What has shaped your personality, your character, your mindset, your worldview as we hear that a lot um, what has shaped those things? I want you to know that much of that in all of us has been shaped by our external factors. And it really is up to us to determine how much of those external factors we are going to listen to. So I was reading um, in my quiet time, a scripture, Proverbs 12, 15. And I know you may not be into you know, religion and Bible and all of that. But that is that is what helps to shape my mindset and what helps me to be the person that I am today. So Proverbs, just in case you want to go check it out, 12, 15. The way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. And I sat there and I, I, ref, I meditated on that for a moment. And I thought about all the many times that, you know, growing up and maturing into this life that I am in now, how much of my decisions, many of my decisions, many of how I saw myself and others was shaped on um, external factors, was shaped on getting advice or cues taking cues from society or taking cues from those in my community, those individuals in my community. Have you ever felt alone in a crowd of people? Some more questions for you. So just curious. Have you ever felt alone in, when you were in a crowd of people? Have you ever been with a group of people and you feel out of place? You know, you just really don't feel that you fit in. Or have you ever wanted to be a part of a group? But for some reason, it just couldn't, it just didn't click. It didn't happen. The, the connection was just not there. 
you might be saying, well, what does all this have to do with my community, my crowd, in terms of my choosing the company that I keep? Well, I am so glad you asked that question. Again, much of how we see ourselves, again, is based on external factors, guys. People don't understand that uh, much of who we grow to be comes from outside of ourselves until you intentionally learn how to reflect and, and, and listen to that inner voice, that positive inner voice to determine where you should be, how you should be, and where you're going and what it is that you should be doing. So how we, how we were raised many times has a direct impact on how we see ourselves, um, what we listen to, you know, how, how people describe us or how people talk about us. Sometimes we take those personas on not even knowing them, knowing it. Um, what we are hearing or listening to regularly can definitely impact um, the way that we see ourselves. TV, social media, work, school, just the overall conversations that you hear on a daily basis outside of yourself. You know, we're again, we're talking externally of you. Um, so we've already kind of touched on in some previous episodes about those internal conversations that we generally are having with ourselves. And don't, don't get it twisted. We all are having conversations with ourselves every day on a regular basis. Um, but today we are talking, like I said, we are focusing on um, outside of ourselves, that external, those external factors that can definitely play a huge impact or have an, a huge impact on how we see ourselves, how you see value or not in yourself, how you love or don't love yourselves oftentimes comes from external cues or factors. And because of these things, typically, it typically, as I said, have a large impact on how we see ourselves. We must have a keen eye on the space we are placing ourselves in. Yes, I am going there. <laughs> you get to choose the crowd that you're in, the community that you're in, the tribe that you call. I hear people talk about that a lot today. You get to choose that. Right. Uh, let me just give you a definition where I found um, today on community. Just thought I'd look it up and see what Webster was talking about. So one of the definitions that I found regarding community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests and goals. And I thought that is absolutely it. Right. When you think of community, sometimes when you hear community, people may think of, you know, your particular neighborhood where you are. But I want you to think out, think outside of that. I wanted you to think beyond that. Your community actually are people that you allow into your circle. And these, again, generally are people that you enjoy fellowshipping with, being around. These are people that you enjoy sharing um, common attitudes. You have common goals, common attitudes, common mindsets that you have, interests and goals. Um, this is your community. But I want you to take a look and um, just think about your community right now. Because sometimes we find ourselves, we're placing ourselves in spaces that we don't belong, right? At the top of the uh, podcast, I talked about 
sometimes don't you feel like you want to be a part of the group, but it just does not click. I mean, you make attempts to be a part of a group and for some reason it just isn't there or you're in a crowd of people and you just don't feel connected to that crowd. You, you don't feel like you're a part of that crowd or you're in a crowded place and you still feel alone. That's because that, that, that inner voice inside of you, and this is my whole interpretation of that, right? That is because that whole inner voice inside of you, that those internal factors that we um, touch and talk about sometimes on Tea Time with Melissa, um, that they, they also have an impact, but you get to choose which voice you're listening to. Um, those internal um, how do I say convictions or um, times where you are communicating within yourself and and you may feel one way and this external factor is trying to come in and, and you're trying to determine you know whether or not this is a part of who you are or a part of your feeling or a part of your fellowship and so that's what community is all about and that's what I want you to think about you know the importance of choosing for your good what that community is to look like if you want to begin or if you want to learn about a person you know you learn typically um the company that they keep right you can learn about a person even without speaking with them or talking with them by watching the company that they keep how many of you and i'm about to date myself right here but how many of you have heard that saying, birds of a feather flock together? I know you have. I know you have because it's a very common saying, but it is so very true. How many of you have seen a cardinal flying around with a sparrow or playing in, in the trees outside of your home or in your garden or whatever together? How many of you see a flock of geese and um, other birds flying together? Probably not. I don't know that I ever have. Um, just to give you an example, there are um, many lakes and ponds at um, higher education institution that I frequent often. Um, and in these lakes and ponds, they have geese and swan and different types of um birds and 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 um swimming birds I, I guess I should say and um or ducks and ducks different types of ducks but I very I I don't know that I've ever and I am always out and about in in that area and I never see the geese together in in the same pond or the same lake I never see the swan together with the geese. I never, you know, I just don't ever see those different types of animals um, communing together, right? Um, communing together, being together in their natural habitat. And so with that being said, uh, and for many different reasons, you know, there are for many different reasons. I'm not an expert on livestock and <laughs> birds and geese and ducks, not, not, not um, an expert on those things. But 
we actually, you know, you actually get to choose who you fellowship with, who, what your community is. You actually get to choose that. And again, remember the definition of community is a feeling of fellowship with others as of same like mind, same common attitudes, interests, and goals, right? So you're flocking, you're, you're rolling, you're, you're walking, you're, you're being in the same spaces with people who think like you, who, who have some of the same interests and goals, um, such as you. If you're not, this is what I want you to think about. I want you to think about your community. I want you to think about the, the flocks you're keeping. Um, think about that in terms of where you're going, right? Where you should be. Think about that in terms of your interests, your goals. Think about that in terms of who you are, who you want to be, who you are right? Not who you feel that you've become based on your experiences, but who you are. Um, I want you to think about that. That plays, again, such a huge impact on the decisions that you will make moving forward. Um, I have heard a lot um, about recently, um, in the few months, you know, preceding this, I've heard a lot of uh, speakers and experts talking about your tribe, your community, you know, the space that you're in and the importance of um, evaluating that space often to determine where you're going, where you are, where you should be. Um, all of those things, because all of those things have a great impact on um, your movement, right? They have a great impact on where you're going, what you're doing. It has a great impact on whether or not you even follow your dreams or pursue your goals, right? So I want you to reflect on that today. I want you to really think about your community or the one that you have established for yourself. Is it a place or is it a space that you should be in in order to fulfill your goals, your dreams? Are you even allowing yourself to dream? Are you even in those daily and regular conversations, internal conversations that you're having with yourself? Are you speaking in terms of um, positive, adding value, loving yourself so that as you interact with external, you have those external engagements and interactions, they do not supersede your internal conversations. Yeah, that is something to think about, right? We are talking about the community that you keep, your community. What does your community to keep? And we're talking about the fact that you actually get to choose that. That's the best thing about all of this. You actually get to choose your community, right? When you're looking at places to live and where you wanted to, you know, raise your children and, and where you want to um, work in terms of a community, you actually choose those places in most cases. You should be. You should be in control of those, those environments. If you haven't been in the past, I want you to really consider that as um, something to work towards. That 
something to put in your mind and to put in your heart and internal into your gut. I want you to feel it deep down within you that you actually should be choosing your spaces because of the simple fact that your external environment impacts your life to some degree. So in knowing that if your external environment impacts you, who you are, your characteristics, where you're going, um, your personality, then why not choose the very best for what you need? That's what I want you to think about today and moving forward. Think about the community that you're choosing for yourself. Think about the tribe, if you want to use that terminology. Think about, you know, the space that you want to find yourself in and choose the best one for you based on your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, those things that you feel deep down inside, your passions, your purpose. And choose that space that's right for you. In valuing yourself and loving yourself, you can sometimes seem, which sometimes can seem to others, as selfish activities. You know, when we talk about this whole um, seven principles of loving unconditionally, how it, um, in, in terms of loving yourself, this is what this is all about, right? Loving unconditionally, loving yourself unconditionally. So some can, again, some can think that this is very selfish or um, self-indulging. But if you don't love yourself unconditionally, how in the world are you going to be able to love others? With that same passion, that same drive, that same intentionality, how will you be able to do that? You cannot draw from a well of nothingness. I'm going to say that again. You cannot draw from a well of nothingness. There has to be something there. I, I was listening to um, someone the other day. They were, they were having an interview um, on YouTube the other day in motivation. And they were just motivating the masses, so to speak. And he was talking about how he desired to have well water um, to um, have water throughout. I think it was his business, actually, and um, throughout the entire property. And so he brought um, professionals to dig down deep enough in order to find that spring or that well water in order to supply the water for the entire space. And the first time they dug, 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 found nothing, you know, and of course he was discouraged, found absolutely nothing. And so he kind of having those self conversations, those internal conversations said, okay, well, maybe this is not a good idea. Maybe I should just, you know, go for the general water, um, get the city and be done. But deep in his heart, he felt that he wanted to get water from the earth, the well water. 
So he called them out again and he said, you know, I, I really want this to happen. I really am going to want you to dig a little deeper and see what you can find. And so that time they dug, 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 nothing. And they said, sir, you know, there's absolutely nothing here. Can't get water from an, a well that is dry, right? It's not even there at this point. And he, again, went away very discouraged, very saddened by the fact that this dream, this, this desire that he wanted to happen, just seems like it was not going to happen. Some of you may have heard this. But then a third time, he convinced himself, again, with those internal conversations, that this was something that he really felt necessary, he wanted to do. And so he had them back out and they were like, you know, sir, we've done this a couple of times. And, and he said, well, I'm paying you. I want you to dig a little deeper and dig until I say, you know, until you find that water. Right. And so he was very adamant about it at this at this time. He was very passionate about it and very adamant about it. So the, the story ends where he they dug and dug and dug and they dug and continued to dig and they finally sprung water. And so then, of course, with that well being in place, you receive that beautiful well water um, to supply the water throughout the facility. And so remember, you cannot pull from a place of emptiness. In order to give, you've got to have it in you to do so. One of my favorite, and, and I usually don't um, talk so much about scripture, but that is some of my favorite quotes. And, you know, we talk about your favorite quote, um, some of those proverbs, some of those psalms, some of those scriptures that really I hold dear in my heart. Um, and they also make practical sense, right? And this one it says, give and it shall be given to you. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about in order to being able to give, you've got to have it within or you have to have something to give, right? You have to have it first. And so this again, podcast is we're talking about um, principle number four of the seven principles of loving yourself unconditionally. And principle number four is um, choosing the community that you are in. You get to choose that. You must choose that. I go so far as to say that you must choose your community. You must choose your tribe. You must choose the spaces that you operate in every day. And once you choose those spaces, hopefully to add value to your life and to those in your life, then you can go on to and to begin to give of those things that you have received from your community. So this is Tea Time with Melissa. I wish and hope for you the very best. And I am looking forward to coming to you again with episode um, 20 soon. Um, and that will be principle number five. And we will jump right on in there and talking about that principle and how it's going to impact your moving forward. Um, principle number five is going to be, why am I intimidated?
by others. Hey, it's going to be good. But anyway, this is principle number four. Um, I get to choose or I must choose my community. Think about that. Reflect on that. Write some ideas down on why it's important for you to choose your community and what you expect to get out of your community, right? And not only what you expect to get, but what do you expect to give to your community? How do you expect to, to deposit into your, into your tribe, into your space? What are you going to do to make that happen? And remember, you can only give out of that that you have. So I'm hoping for you to deposit into yourself so that you can give of yourself. This is Tea Time with Melissa. Go forth and have a transformed life. Peace.